Welcome to the Four Quarter Lives podcast. I'm Aviva Wittenberg-Cox, and this is my opportunity to share with you what I have in store over the coming weeks and months. You're likely to live and work a lot longer than you might have been thinking. The extra three decades science in this past century has gifted humans means our kids' lives will be stretching towards the 100-year mark. Maybe yours, too. This impacts everything. Our careers, our couples, even our companies and countries. That old three-course meal of life, education, work, then retire, is morphing into a four-quarter feast. The really new course, some might call it the piece de résistance, is this third quarter, the 25 increasingly healthy years after 50. Its arrival profoundly impacts all the others. Four Quarter Lives explores how people are navigating this new longevity. How will we plan, digest, and transition through each of these quarters? And what are the impacts of this new third quarter on all the others? The arrival of Q3 and its quarter century of extra time to work, create, and recreate should lessen the pressure on people in Q2 in their second quarter. They seem overstressed with trying to do everything all at once, careers and families, finances and skills. If we can help them see that careers are stretching towards the 60-year mark, perhaps they can learn to pace their early decades differently. I'll be getting lots of intergenerational perspectives to help us compare notes across quarters on the priorities and prescriptions each might have. Now, death and decline are not particularly popular topics, but as I've learned from longevity research, philosophy classes, and my own family passages this past year, familiarity breeds comfort and a more mindful enjoyment of the present. There's nothing like the presence of death to make you appreciate what poet Mary Oliver calls your one wild and precious life. So learning how to plan and understand our fourth quarters might also help us use our thirds better. And finally, the secret of longevity actually lies in our first quarters. Much of the increase in longevity around the globe this past century, those extra three decades we've added, are thanks not as much to lengthening lives as they are to the fall in child mortality. And many of the secrets of healthy aging, lifestyle, nutrition, fitness and family, begin in what Nobel Prize winning economist James Heckman calls the first thousand days. So welcome to Four Quarter Lives. I'm Aviva Wittenberg-Cox. Join me in exploring how to craft and walk a new roadmap for longer lives. I'll start by exploring a group of people with an entirely new take on their own third quarters. They're role models of new ways of leaning into life after its midpoint. Rather than retiring after long and illustrious careers, they're choosing to go back to school. Instead of recreation, they're doing recreation, and they don't want to do it alone. They've gone to some of the world's pioneering programs, Harvard's Advanced Leadership Initiative and Stanford's Distinguished Careers Institute, that have helped redraw and extend their personal plans and ambitions for this new phase of life. I'll also invite experts on all things longevity, aging, and demographics, from Harvard, where I'm studying this year, but also from across the globe. A lot of the writing and speaking about longevity seems to be done in the English-speaking world, but a lot of successful models and initiatives may be better managed elsewhere. 
So we'll go exploring. What countries are best to age in? I'm personally interested as I'm wondering where to live next, and policies on aging are going to be part of the puzzle. Finally, we'll also focus on how companies are adapting or not. This is still a subject not so present on the corporate radar. It reminds me very much of where companies were a quarter century ago when I started working on gender balancing the business world. I think where gender was the 20th century shift, age will be the 21st. So we'll be tracking and celebrating the companies innovating in this space, both in how they flex to manage aging talent and also how they adapt to serving aging customers and markets. I'm on as much of a journey as my listeners to understand how to age well, how we can become skilled transitionists and move gracefully from one quarter to the next at every age in every country. So I hope you'll join me. Pull up a chair, sit, and feast with me on our four-quarter lives. <laughs>